Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to What We Said podcast. We are feeling comfy and cozy right now. We're in our pajamas. Chelsea just got a spray tan. She's mm-hmm. looking, she's looking, looking dark. fashionable. Yeah, right now in all her dark clothes. Mm-hmm. How was your spray tan? It was great. I went to uh, Sugar and Bronze. Is it is it called? Yep. JC referred me. I gave them your name. <gasps> you did actually. What? They were like, I was like, oh, I need to give my friend her name because you get like ten dollars off your next one or something. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it at the end. And then they never asked me at the end, I don't think. Cool. I'll have to go in and I'll tell them next time um, when they just don't want you to have it. They're like, oh, JC, yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. feel a little sticky, but I love a good spray tan. It doesn't look—I mean, I know it's going to um, progressively get darker, but it doesn't look crazy. No. Mine looked crazy. Remember when I—have you seen my—it's uh-huh. on my it's on my highlight, on my Instagram. Yeah. Wait, um, is this the place you went to right before Coachella last year? Yes. Oh. Uh-huh. They do a good job, though. I really like yeah, them. Yeah, they I was, do good. It just—it kept going, getting darker and darker mm-hmm. to the point where I literally—it was not normal or okay. Yeah. But then I rinsed off. It was perfect. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. I is- like it when it, like, at first is scary looking. Because then I know when I rinse it off, it'll look good. Mm-hmm. If it if it looks normal before I rinse it off, I'm like, this is going to go away. Bad so, sign. Yeah. I've gotten spray tans like that. I'm like, oh, it looks good. And then I take a shower. I'm like, it's gone. Yeah, it's all gone. I always ask for like the darkest one, basically. Yeah. Well, you already have olive skin, so I feel like that's good for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm very pale. Like the, I'm very white, but a super dark color doesn't look unnatural on me, which is good. But also, if you wanted to, you could get very tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so, seen it firsthand. I know. Meanwhile, I, know, I was I'm like white. <laughs> <laughs> the joke literally ruined the cartoon. That's like so pasty white. That's literally me in high school. Meanwhile, you just a Casper. Bron- yeah, Casper, while you're a bronzed goddess at the lake. Love it. At the lake. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my gosh. Except for the Love bad thing is, is in the summer when I would lifeguard, I'd be tan, but I'd have horrible tan lines. Like, not cute. Or it'd be, like, very high up on my neck where I couldn't wear, like, anything semi-low. I'm talking, like, high. Like, basically up to, like, my little collarbone. My little, my little bone. You know, like, this little, like, half moon? What? That everyone the, has? I don't know what that is. I know what you mean, but no. Yeah. Like, to your collarbones, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. um, Let's get a life update. Yeah. Um, I have been out of town for the last little bit. I was in Arizona, in Tucson, on a little girl's trip with my mom. I went to Tucson. Leif was in Utah on a little ski trip with his brothers. So we were getting some family time in. 
Um, it was a really, really fun weekend. I don't know how many of you guys have heard of the Miraval Spa in Tucson, but wow. Yeah. It was an experience. I have never experienced something like that where the spa is like a whole thing and it's in nature and it's just this moment. Yeah. I, I've gone to only spas Sounds that amazing. are just like, you know, in a building. But this was really, really amazing. I got an outdoor massage. Wow. So I was in like a little tent. And yeah, it was just really, really a relaxing, rejuvenating weekend. I stayed at the Posada by the Joshua Tree House people. If you are familiar on Instagram, they have two Airbnbs in Joshua Tree. They're amazing. That are amazing. And then they have one in Tucson. And I've actually never stayed at any of them in Joshua Tree or anything. But um, I'd seen it on Instagram and it looked amazing. So my mom and I went. And it was one of those places where I knew it was going to be beautiful because I've seen a lot of really pretty photos. But when I was there, I was like, this— like, photos still don't do it justice. Yeah. It's so pretty. I know. Places like that, like houses, when you see pictures of them sometimes, it just doesn't look— I mean, it looks great. It looks amazing, but it doesn't like, wow, okay, that's yeah, whatever. Because even when I've seen pictures of it, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. But then you don't appreciate the detail until you get there. Totally. Until you're like, okay, even videos. Videos do it a little better. Where you're like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. That's a lot of thought that went into that room. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing this past week and weekend? I'm trying to get my house completely done. So I finished my kitchen. I wanted to do one room at a time because otherwise I just go crazy. Like when I'm furniture shopping or something, it's hard for me to focus and it's hard for me to like make decisions. So I need to just start with one room and finish that one until I move on to the next one. So it's kitchen first, then I'm going to do my bedroom and then the bathroom and then the living room. The bathroom? What are you going to do the bathroom? Just like little things. Again, it's like I could just be getting stuff all along the way for the bathroom, but I don't like to work like that. Like, I just like to focus on it. There's, like, little plants. Like, nothing crazy for sure, but just literally, like, rugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's true. Little things. Yeah. And, like, organization for it. Like, little boxes to put things in or if I need to add another drawer because my bathroom doesn't have that much storage. So, I might need to add some more. Anyways, finished my kitchen. The we kitchen painted the whole so- thing. Cute. I actually haven't even seen it in person, which is weird. Yeah. But it is. I've only seen photos and videos, and it is so cute. It's so cute. It's so like vintage. I love it. It has such like a charming, homey feel and has like yellow tile. You can just go watch my YouTube video, hopefully, coming soon about it. And um, I gave a little house tour on one of my earlier YouTube videos, but. We have an oven. Let me tell you a little bit about our oven. So the oven came with the place. Obviously, we're renting. And it's—I'm not kidding you guys. It is a 1940s oven. It's so cute. It looks like you per- like someone purposely made it look like that. Like, you know, Smeg, mm-hmm. the company, they make all their stuff look like so vintage retro. and retro. The stove looks like a Smeg stove that somebody just made, but it's actually from the 40s. And the oven is so weird. It's not the whole entire bottom. It's like a little fourth of the bottom. So you could fit like half a pan in there or something. Half a pan? I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? It's not as wide. So you can't stick like a whole pizza in there or like a whole uh, like brownie pan or something in there. It'd have to go long ways. You have to have like smaller pans is basically what I'm trying to say. And there's a little hole and it says light here. And I was like, Heck no. I'm not getting a match and lighting my oven every single time I want to cook something. Also because your house might blow up. Yeah, That's exactly. That's more of a concern. Like, I thought that there was gas going to have to come out. Like, I'd have to light the gas and then put a match down every single time. And I was reading online all about the stove. And I was, like, freaking out. I'm like, we're going to have to get a new one. Like, it's so cute. But I'm not, not risking practical. blowing my eyebrows off. 
And then our landlord showed us and we don't actually have to do that. Still a little sketch. I have a fire hydrant right next to it in case anything happens. Fire extinguisher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fire. Why do I keep saying fire hydrant? <laughs> I don't know. Fire extinguisher. Because I've never experienced having a fire extinguisher before in my home. But yeah, that's my update. It's got my so kitchen done. Cute. You yeah. guys got to go watch her Instagram stories, mm-hmm. YouTube video. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to cook me food in your I know. Sm- small little oven. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect anything crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, today, you guys, we wanted to do a little conspiracy theories episode. This is a, our first time ever talking about any sort of conspiracy theories. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I've never done Besides much. last week. That's a lie. Last week, we had, we had a conspiracy about The Bachelor. That's true. I guess we've mentioned little theories here and there, but like we've never done an episode about it. So I have never really been into conspiracy theories or like looked them up. Like even the most common ones, I feel like I didn't know the info behind them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what's weird? I'm having deja vu right now. And that's a conspiracy. I'm like, (laughs) you're a conspiracy. The simulation is glitching. Chelsea's literally on cloud nine over here. And I think she's going to have to take the reins on this one because she's, she's like, I am so passionate. What did you say about mermaids now? Mermaids are real after I looked into it. I was trying to explain to my husband. He just kept debunking things. And I was like, no. And I kept coming with things. And I think you guys are going to believe in mermaids after this. Wow. I can't wait for your Mm -hmm. little spiel. I actually am not going to lie to you. I love conspiracy theories. Um, More because I'm just like, no one will ever know the truth to anything. And I know it kind of contradicts what we talked about last episode. But sometimes it's like, even what you think is the truth is not really the truth. It, or it could not be somebody else's truth. Yeah. Like what's true to you, you know, what's fact and fiction? No one knows. Wow. You're really blowing my mind right now. <laughs> well, I'm like even, nothing's real. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in a dream. Well, even um, someone said, we'll get to your guys' favorite conspiracy theories that you wrote in. But like someone had said the concept of all of us seeing different colors. So like, your pink. Oh, I've thought about that so many times. Same. And it like freaks me out. Once I start really start thinking about it and I get Mm -hmm. deep into thought, I'm like, I don't like this. Like imagining what if your vision of our pink and blue, what we said vibe is really my freaking yellow and green. (gasps) I'm scared. I don't think we'd both be excited about it if it was that. (laughs) Yellow and green? I'm just saying. Literally the Green Bay Packers? (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. What if we see completely different colors? But what if we think that's cute? Exactly. (gasps) <gasps> I know. I th- I've thought about this all the time. I'm like, blue could be so different to somebody else. Or even just the shade of it could be so different mm-hmm. in your eyes than it is to me or whatever. It's just so weird to think about. Yeah. Color blindness is a whole other subject. Yeah. I was going to say, we get a whole thing about colors, real life eyes. not really being real. So That's true. Wowza. Well, I think we should start off by talking about the Mandela effect, mm-hmm. which isn't—I don't know if it's necessarily considered a conspiracy theory, um, but it, to kind of explain what it is in simple terms, I think is—it's basically a shared false memory phenomenon. So it's like we all collectively remember a certain thing happening— but then when you look into it, it never happened. But like everyone you, thinks that. everyone thinks it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do we all collectively remember a certain thing happening? And so I was reading this little article and I was doing it with my dad. We were going through each um, Mandela effect example that they had listed. And we were literally wrong every single time. We're like, oh, yeah, it's 
you know, they showed different like brand logos and it's like, which one's the real one? And we're like, oh, the one on the left. And it was the one on the right. And it's like, why do we think it's that one? Why does everyone think it's that one? Everyone think that. It's kind of like insinuating that there was a glitch in the matrix or a glitch in the simulation that we live in where it's like, it actually happened that way when we were growing up, but then, you know, we switched dimensions or something or like (gasps) something got... Like it glitched and history was changed or something. And the glitch in the matrix thing is a whole other subject that Mm -hmm. we could dive into on like Reddit has a ton of different threads on different things where people have like seen a person walking towards them and then like literally 10 seconds later they see the same person walking towards them. But it's like there's no way it could be the same person, but it's literally the exact same. Just things like that. But um, anyway, the reason that it is called the Mandela Effect, it's named after Nelson Mandela. And he died in 2013, but countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in the 80s. So, what? So that's why it's called the Mandela Effect. Because it's like, everyone's like, wait, didn't he die in the 80s? And it's like, no, he just died now. And everyone's like, why do we all remember that he died in a pri- in prison? And wait, Nelson Mandela went to prison? Wasn't he like a I'm not getting into guy? this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know things like this. Um, but the most, crazy. the most common example that I see used for the Mandela Effect is— the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, that's the one I've spelling. seen all the time. So it was spelled like Berenstain Bears with an A and literally. Like, no, it wasn't though. Like, no, it was not. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It was spelled with an E. Mm-hmm. I watched that every day growing up. Like, I read those books. I watched the show like that was on. It was not A. There was no A in there. It makes no sense. Also, the Fruit of the Loom one really threw me for a loop. There's no cornucopia in the um, Fruit of the Loom logo, which maybe that doesn't mean anything to you. They're just berries. Like, you know how it says Fruit of the Loom, and then there's like a bunch of fruit fruit above it, and then you're thinking there's like a brown cornucopia? There's no cornucopia. And like, where did the cornucopia come from? (laughs) Where did that go? Why did we think it was that? Also, that there's no hyphen in Kit Kat? Yeah, that's weird. That one was crazy. Okay, Chelsea, just really quick. Sorry to all of you at home because you cannot see this visually, but which one do you think is the correct Curious George? Uh, the one on the right. Okay, you're right with that one. Oh. There's I just a- figured it was probably the one I didn't remember. Yeah. So. He didn't have a tail. It's like, what? Okay, this one. I actually do remember Curious George not having a tail because I think I remember thinking that when I was younger. Like, it's kind of weird that he doesn't have a tail. Okay, okay, we get it. You're smart. I'm like, <laughs> it's so funny because I was a genius <laughs> child and I noticed I paid attention to detail. Um, this one blew my mind. Febreze mm-hmm. is spelled F-E-B-R-E-Z-E, not two E's. Look at this photo. What the heck? It is spelled with one freaking E. Okay, that's weird. That's weird. That one's weird. And and it's it's kind of self-explanatory because it's like all these things would you make sense. You just yeah. assume, but it's like— I swear that I've seen that one on the left. That that looks way more familiar to me than yeah, the one on oh, the right. Yeah, oh, for sure. Okay, the last one I'm going to share. Wait, the Oscar Mayer? Yeah, is spelled freaking— Oscar Mayer is spelled Oscar Mayer. It's M-A-Y-E-R. Look at this. No, there's yeah, no way. No. It's ridiculous. Okay, I don't get it. the A is really, like, an A <laughs> is so noticeable, more so than, like, too easy, even. That huge A— how did I know. we miss that? Um, the other thing, sorry, I said that was the last one. It's not. The other thing is um, Forrest Gump, he actually says life was like a box of chocolates. You know, everyone quotes like life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. The quote is actually life was like a box of chocolates. 
Oh, really? Isn't that weird? That is weird. Just little things like that that you're like, what is going on? A glitch in the matrix. Okay, I'm sorry. There's one more quick one. Mirror, mirror on the wall was never said in Snow White. It was just magic mirror on the wall. Magic mirror? Yeah. That's what it actually is. Magic mirror. Yep. And the most famous, literally one of the most famous lines in movie history, Luke, I am your father. Mm -hmm. He never said Luke. He just says, I am your father. What the heck? It's like, what is going on? And so anyway, there's um, you guys just need to look up the Mandela effect and just start start freaking yourself out. Freaking yourself out because I was mind blown. Yeah, that's at all these. Insane. So anyway, that was just a fun little thing to start us off a on. A fun little exercise. <laughs> a little exercise. Getting spooked. Okay, you guys, we're taking a quick little break to talk about a new skincare gem that Chelsea and I are both obsessing over and we think you guys will love too. So I have been really intrigued and fascinated by skincare the past like probably year and a half. Um, Before then, I genuinely did not do anything to my face, but then I started getting acne and realizing that my skin was always dry and I just was not a fan. So I started getting interested in skincare and I'm super excited about this partnership because we absolutely love Biosense. They're such an awesome company and their products are really amazing. So We are here to talk to you guys about the squalane and lactic acid resurfacing night serum, which if you guys don't know the importance of exfoliating, it's really important. And I always thought of exfoliating as like doing it with, you know, something with like micro beads in it or something, which that's fine to do. But there's also like chemical exfoliation, which I was not aware of literally until like a year ago. And it has changed my skin. So this serum makes your face so glowy and soft. And if you're looking to keep your skincare routine kind of simple, because that's how I've always been, I don't want to do like a million steps. I think a serum is so great to add in because it really does, you do see a difference with certain serums like this one, for example. You can cleanse, put the serum on, and then moisturize, and you can keep your skincare routine really simple and to the point, but still make a huge difference. So this serum exfoliates and reverses the damage that is done to your skin throughout the day from UV rays, pollution, and blue light, which I think we all can agree that we can all benefit from. Chelsea has been using this serum for a little bit longer than I have, and I'm not joking, without even knowing that she was using this particular serum that we're working with this brand— I was like, what are you doing to your skin? Because your skin literally looks so smooth and glowy. And she was like, I'm not joking. It's this Biosense serum. It has the best ingredients, vegan lactic acid, which rapidly resurfaces your skin, clover, which reverses the negative effects of UV rays from your day, and squalane that locks in moisture, and of course, calming lavender. I was just told by a skincare expert that um, lactic acid is really amazing for your skin. She used it um, at a facial that I recently went to. So this serum is really awesome. And to purchase Biosense Resurfacing Night Serum on biosense.com, use our code what we said 20 for 20% off any full size purchase. Again, go to biosense.com, use our code what we said 20 for 20% off any full size purchase. Enjoy you guys. Okay, we're just going to read some other little ones. So we asked you guys what your favorite conspiracy theories were and you wrote it in on our Instagram. So, if you're not following our Instagram by the way, you have to it's, I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. You just have to because that's where we ask all the questions. That's where you can really be a part of the podcast. It's at what we said podcast. So anyways, we're going to read a couple of the most shock. Honestly, some of them were shocking that I'm not going to read that I was like, okay, if that's true, wow. Well, you have to read them. I'm sorry, I can't. Okay, I'm scared. 
I don't want to put it into the universe, basically. Okay. More Actually, conspiracy, some of them were just theories, not like, oh, it already happened, but like, this is going to happen. Epstein didn't kill himself is really not even a conspiracy theory anymore. It's more fact, I feel like. It's just like, of course he didn't. Mm-hmm. Who even thinks that? One of the most common ones I kept saying is that birds aren't real. I know. That one, when I saw it, I'm like, what do you mean? And then I one kept reading. Me. And people said that they think birds are government drones. But I'm like, wait, it's an animal. They're what like spies because birds can really go anywhere. And people never like freak out about them. Like in a building, if like a bird gets in there, it's a huge warehouse. You're never like, get that bird out of here. It's just like in and out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's like, what do you mean? It's an animal. Like it's not a fake drone. I mean, I think they're saying all of the birds are dead and they they created all of these birds. Or maybe there's just like one out of every 10 bird is a drone. No. Just like I'm a little gonna, robot. I don't believe that. I don't believe that one either. I'm just saying that's what they am. Um, okay. That okay. one's too far for me. Okay. Um, people say the government watches us through our phones. It's also not a conspiracy theory. That is absolutely true. So yeah. I hope you guys are used to that. The fun. Have you seen the Chuck E. Cheese pizza one? That one yes. kills me. That one is disgusting. First that of one all. truly kills me. We need to talk about it. It's the concept that if you look at a lot of the Chuck E. Cheese pizzas, the cuts of the pizza slices don't match up. They don't make a full pie. They don't make a full pie, if that makes sense. So it looks as if they just took a bunch of random pieces of pizza and put them together. It's like, it doesn't make logical sense as to how they cut the pizza. You know, mm-hmm. it's always like symmetrical because it's yeah. just like you make direct There's cuts. no spaces, but they're like weird shapes. Yeah. And so it's a it's a conspiracy theory that Chuck E. Cheese just gets all of the leftover pizzas that people don't eat, the slices that they don't eat, and then they just make new pizzas with Which the, is so gross. Which is so disturbing. Yeah. And honestly… It's hilarious. Like when I look, when you see the picture, you're like, excuse me. Yeah. But it's probably true. Honestly. No, Chuck E. Cheese came out and debunked it or something. But anyway. well, they would. Yeah, true. Of course they would. Um, a lot of people, s- okay, there was the Phineas and Ferb one, which is that I almost called her Phoebe. Bye. I'm thinking <laughs> about friends. Candace imagined everything that Phineas and Ferb did in the show. And that's why, like, the mom never caught them is because she actually just imagined all these crazy things they did. Oh, Because they okay. are so far-fetched. Mm. Ooh, this is interesting. Mm. When we dream, they're just glimpses of our lives in another dimension. That's, that's scary. That's actually, yeah, that scares me. I had a dream that I was, I know I hate listening to other people's dreams, but I'm telling you anyways. The dream I was playing in the ocean with my husband. Playing. Like, <laughs> splashing around. But like that we were like swimming in the ocean. And I was like, crap, I have my wedding ring on. I'm going to lose it. And I took it off and threw it onto the beach. Oh my God. Like to save it. And then I left later that day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I left my ring on the beach in the sand. And I was like, I'm never going to do this. <laughs> it was the worst thing. Why dream is I've that ever like had. something you would actually do though? I know. Like, why would I do that? That's another really popular one that we're not going to like dive into, but is the whole Avril Lavigne being dead one. And she's just like a clone of herself now named Melissa. Yeah. There's a girl named Melissa that took over her place because she doesn't look the same. She's she, like, she does look the same. She I looks know, the exact same to me. That's yeah. what I don't get. I'm like, there are so many other celebrities that and look they say a million her voice, times different. And they say her voice is a little bit different now. Like if you listen to old tracks of her speaking and talking, her voice is different. And like her songs are just different. I mean… It's just obviously a conspiracy theory, but… Right. But also, it's like she grew up. What do you expect? Yeah. Have you heard the Britney Spears conspiracy theory? 
that her dad or that she's like trapped basically. Yeah. I feel like that's not a conspiracy theory. I think that's real. No, really? That she's like has no control of her finances or like that people think she's literally being held against her will. I think that's actually true. Like the whole free Britney thing. Yeah, free Britney. I feel like that's true. Because her, it's something about her dad and her old stalker like working together. And now they have what's called basically like full custody of her, even though she's an adult, whatever that's called. What? It's like a legal thing. So she can't like make any decision on her own about money, about like taking care of herself. And yeah. Anyways, Apparently Miley Cyrus shouted free Britney during a recent concert. Yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff about I that. I am recently. terrified of that. Yeah, honestly, free Britney, our queen. Honestly, Britney, you still are queen. Yeah. It's actually your so Instagram sad. videos are a little bit shocking. Well, that's we what will. they're saying is right. that it's she's like they're either giving her drugs and she's not even in charge of that, or she's like her cry for help or whatever. <gasps> oh my gosh, why am I so stressed about Britney now? I know. Honestly, we need to send somebody in there. Wow. That's so sad. If that's mm-hmm. true, that's really sad. All right, we're gonna hop into some of the the most common or some of the ones that maybe you haven't heard before, conspiracy theories. Like I said, I love conspiracy theories. I could watch YouTube videos on them all the time. I just think it's fun. Um, so first, we're going to talk about the moon landing. Hopefully, this doesn't get taken down by the government, honestly, um, this episode. But everyone knows the classic. The moon landing was staged. The U.S. never actually landed on the moon. You know, when Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong landed Um I almost said Lance Armstrong, and that's the bicyclist, but whatever. <laughs> um, so basically, here are the reasons why that they think that they never actually landed on the moon. And maybe people think, okay, they have since. But when we initially landed on the moon for the first time, the U.S. government um, was trying to beat Russia because it was the Cold War. So they wanted to—like, it was like the space race. Mm-hmm. So people believe the government— faked the lunar landings with Armstrong and Aldrin acting out their mission on a secret film set located either high in the Hollywood Hills or deep within Area 51. And people think that it was a set because, first of all, there's no stars in the background of the picture. So, you know, there's like the classic picture of him with the American flag and he's standing there on the moon and there's no stars. And they're like, um, why, why isn't there stars? There should be literally zillions of stars behind you or are they just not like visible from it why you know what I mean yeah like any picture of space it's like just stars on stars on stars right. anything it should be the most beautiful sight ever yeah um, and then also the flag is waving as if it's in the wind but there's no wind in space either because it's a vacuum so there's no way I mean people have said like oh it just bounced because when he put the flag on the ground, it just like caused it to like mm-hmm. fly, but it should kind right. of just be hanging. Is right. What they're saying. Again, these are just conspiracies. We're not saying we agree, just for future all of these that I'm about to say. We're just having a little fun. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's truth. And I'm sure there's millions of things that have debunked this, but um, and also I saw a recent one that the boot of Neil Armstrong's spacesuit that's in a museum or they like have it set somewhere. The bottom of his shoe actually doesn't even match the footprint that they, like, the famous picture of the footprint on the moon. Weird. Yeah. So I don't know if that's messed up, if that was, like, not actually his suit. But they were like, uh, this is weird. Why is the bottom of his boot, the one that he wore, it's, like, framed for being famous. The suit he wore, it doesn't even, the bottom of the shoe doesn't match. 
What the? But why wouldn't that be debunked way? Well, people do try and debunk it. And then the U.S., like the NASA has come out with things. And like literally I tried to look it up and I couldn't even find anything that was against it. All of it was debunking it. Because of the government, though. Yeah, so. Okay. Who knows? I mean, a lot of people believe that they really didn't. And I would not, I would not be shocked if we didn't. And we just staged it because it was like so much pressure to get there. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. The one I wanted to talk about is the fact that people think that Mattress Firm, the mattress store, Mm -hmm. mattress company, is a money laundering scheme. Yeah. So basically, when I read this, I was like, what do you mean? Again, I'm like very um, beginner level conspiracy theorist. Okay. I don't know anything about any of these things. But basically, someone on Reddit was saying like, I remember seeing four different mattress firm stores all in the same intersection. Like, why on earth? Like, who shops there? Who shops there? And they're like, they're always empty also. Yeah. And why are there like, I think almost 4,000 mattress firms or something in in the States? And there are a lot of times empty. And also mattresses, you only have to buy like every seven to 10 years. So it's not like you're going in there every day. You know, like yeah. you would buy whatever else. Um, So they're basically saying like, why are there so many locations? Why are they so close together? And they were saying more locations equals like more, they can like throw money in different yeah. places and kind of fake things. Um, Wait, so who do they think is laundering the money? The government? The, like, founders, like, the CEO and, like, the owners of Mattress Firm. Oh. Um, well, I mean, like, for what other company? Because, you know, when you launder money, like, it's usually, like, you have a company and then you oh, have right, another right, right. little fake company, basically. There, there is, there's all this stuff on it. I honestly, like, honestly got a little confused when I started reading it. But there are different companies. Like, one company bought out Mattress Firm for, like, oh. billions of dollars. But then people were, like, really confused about it because they're like, you bought Mattress Firm for double what it was worth. So then they were, like, looking into him. They're like, why did you purchase it for that much? Like, that was such a stupid decision. Decision. Yeah, decision. (laughs) So it's like, are you sketchy? So there's, like, all these different elements to it that are super sketch. I want to go to a Mattress Firm. And and they try and, like, you know, back it up or debunk it by saying um, that they just want to be so— well, no, they want to be like the only option for like buying mattresses. Like they well, want, they are doing a very bad job of that because there's so many companies now yeah. that are like you know Online. Casper and Tuft and Needle and all of these different brands that you can literally get your mattress shipped to your door now. Yeah, but a little bit ago that wasn't the case, mm-hmm. and they really were like the go-to. It's like when you That's need a mattress, true. you go to Mattress Firm, and like they, the guy was saying, I don't know if he's the CEO or one of the co-founder. I have no idea like exactly his role. I forget, but. He was saying, no, we just, the reason for, you know, like two mattress firms within the same square mile or whatever is because we want it to be on people's mind all the time that that's their, that's where they go for a mattress. Okay, that's their only option. Okay, okay. So it's like, okay, but still. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That you're wasting on just having it in the same, like on the odds. That's weird marketing. Exactly. So. Um, We're keeping our they, eye on you, ma- Mattress Firm. And then Mattress Firm bought Sleepies, which is like a different brand or whatever, in 2015. And just there's been a lot of drama surrounding, like all the financial things. People went 
bankrupt and blah, blah, blah. And all these different things happened. And then um, just like the accounting things weren't adding up and just people were getting fired. Like people Weird. that were really up in the company like resigned right after the um, like… They got bought out? Yeah. Or no, no, no. They got like the viral thing went that they were like money laundering. Like people like resigned and stuff like that. Just weird little things. You guys should go look it up if you want like all of the details. Or maybe Mattress Firm created this conspiracy theory so people would start talking about Mattress Firm again. See, that's a conspiracy theory all in and of itself. Honestly, that's smart. We should start a conspiracy about ourselves. Okay. We are the same person. Yeah. Like, it's actually just one girl. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, it's like that Arthur episode. You remember that? Um, if you guys watched Arthur when you were little, there's this episode where they love this band. And I forget what it's called. It's like, oh, freak, it's going to bug me so bad. Anyways, they love the song and they want to go see the band. And then they go and they realize that they're just holograms. Like the band doesn't actually exist. It's just holograms. And it's like <sighs> one person doing it. What if that was us? What if we were just holograms? Just one of us going like this between the mics. Yeah. Wow. Tell all your friends. Tag us. <laughs> tag us. Tag what we said podcast. Buy our merch. Oh my gosh. That would be so creepy. Anyway, there's a bunch. Of, I feel like I didn't do a great job at explaining that. And I'm very sorry if people are like, that's not what happened. Because I've just read a few articles. <laughs> that's not what happened. But um, yeah. Basically, what they said in here is that there were some financial irregularities. Yeah. In different that have been found and blah, blah, blah. So basically they're sketch. Sketch town. Mattress mm. is sketch town. Let's go there. Chelsea, I really actually want to go. Let's go. I'm so down. Let's see if there's like people in there or what if, if it's, it's just, just empty. Like, just like a, and there's I don't one know why little I gasp. Desk. I'm like, <gasps> I just said that mattress rooms are always empty. <gasps> Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Charles. I'm okay. down. Bye, guys. See you. We're going to mattress firm. Okay, next little conspiracy theory that we're going to talk about is the Friends conspiracies. So there's a couple. I'm really excited to hear these. One of the conspiracies was that Phoebe is actually a genius. And she kind of like doesn't focus on that. But in the show, there's one episode where she speaks Italian. And Joey's like, you speak Italian? She's like, I guess I do now. Or says something like that. And then also, I think there's one where she speaks French. And they're basically saying... She just is like a, a a genius in disguise. And not that that's really a conspiracy theory. It's just like a theory, really, that, you know, maybe they just never told us that Phoebe's actually really smart because she grew up on the streets and she had to learn all these things for herself. And at one point, she argues with Ross about evolution. And she's debunking all of his theories. And he's literally a professor for all this stuff. And then he kind of admits, like, oh, I guess, I guess maybe it couldn't be true. Like, maybe it's fake. And she just like laughs. She's like, that was easy. And he was like, what? And she's like, that was so fun. Like, whatever. Just so casually mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm actually very smart. Anyways, that was just a little one that I saw. That's funny. Another one was that the whole the whole entire series is just a fever dream that Rachel had because she actually married Barry and never left him at the altar. Because if you guys know, that's how the first episode starts. She's like basically a runaway bride. And so basically it's a dream that she had. And at the end of the series, they're saying like she should have waken up, like woken up and realized like it, it's her dream of what she wanted her life to be. Cause she already knew all of these people basically. So it wasn't like she just made it up. Yeah. And um that that's like what she wished she would have done is like ran off to New York City and like started this new life with all these friends. But that it was all just a dream. Oh, why am I so sad right I now? Know. But also that could have been such a good wouldn't that I would die if that happened. If that actually is how it ended, you would be like, 
Oh my God. I'd be, I think people would be pissed. Yeah. Another one is kind of similar is that Phoebe, actually, let me just read what this guy said on Twitter. Um, Cause he, he's the one that kind of came up with the theory and basically said like, this is how I would have ended the show. Okay. I'd have ended Friends by revealing it was all the meth-addled fantasy of a homeless Phoebe as she stared through the window of Central Perk. Every episode, she made everything about her, every instance of how much of an outsider she was. It all makes sense. All 10 seasons were merely her fevered imagination projecting herself into the lives of the other five. All she ever wanted was friends. The final scene would be Phoebe walking away from the Central Perk with the Ross, Rachel, Joey, Chandler, and Monica characters making a reference to the crazy lady who always stares at us. They all have different names and personalities. Phoebe walks past a furniture store and catches her reflection in a mirror placed in the window. The name of the store, Ursula. Finally, she returns to the park where she sleeps in front of the fountain. A broken lamp stands next to her bench. It starts to rain. From behind, we see her put up six dirty but brightly colored umbrellas fade to black. Like, you know, in the all they put the umbrellas up, like in the thing. Yes. And basically saying, like, she does that by herself, like, created this whole life of her friends, but she's actually homeless. Oh my gosh. And the co creator of Friends was like, that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. It would yeah, never have ended like that. Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. But wow. Yeah. Or that she's schizophrenic and that she, like, Ursula is her second voice, basically. And uh, yeah, like, she just imagined all of these things. Wow, so many theories yeah. about Phoebe. I know. I love Phoebe. I love her. I was watching so much. these I was watching clips of her last night and I'm like, she is literally the best. Also that like Phoebe, another one was that Phoebe and Joey were having casual hookups the whole entire season. And I guess um Joey, wait, what's the actor? Matt LeBlanc mm-hmm. actually brought it up to the producers near the end of the um like all of the seasons and he was like, "What if we um kind of showcase all these like pivotal moments in the show and all of the times where actually Joey and Phoebe were having sex somewhere. Like they come out of a broom closet or like, and everyone finds out that they were like actually hooking up the whole time. Cause they're like the one, they're like the people who were not a couple right. of the six. And so I guess the producers were like, no, but how funny would that have been? Oh my gosh. Cause they kind of joke about it sometimes. Like he'll be like, so are we going to hook up? She's like, not yet. Like she'll say stuff yeah. like that. Um, anyways. So those are my those are my friends conspiracies. Love that. Love love friends. I love friends so much. It's I'm like so mad it's off Netflix. I know. Like oh, I know it's it basic. But. People always like to joke about how it's so basic, but it's so good. You can watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. There's never not a time to watch friends. And it's such a we always say this, but it's such a feel good show that mm-hmm. if you're ever like scared at night or something, just put on some friends and you literally feel like you're just hanging I know. with your friends. And, and it is funny. Like, yeah, there it is funny. I mean, it's like cheesy funny, but there are some moments that are really funny. Yes, for sure. Okay. I've got two more for you guys. So hold on tight. Okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm saving the mermaids one for last. Chelsea's so passionate about mermaids. Okay, the next one's about Amelia Earhart. So I actually am, a, I love Amelia because I did a project on her in like third grade. Remember that like oral something where you had to give a speech about somebody and you like went and competed? Did you ever do that? Okay, no, but you for some odd reason when you said that, this is completely off topic. I'm is this so the sorry. effect? No. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Um, do you remember is it a diorama or a diorama? Yeah. What why did that word just come to my mind? I just remembered like making a diorama. Of Amelia Earhart or no, just in general? No, just in general, like a school oh, yeah. project in like a shoebox or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've done that. Why did that, like, that just occurred to me. I haven't remembered that concept. Your childhood's in- breaking through. I'm like, oh my gosh, my trauma's breaking away. <laughs> I can remember my childhood. My trauma's breaking away. Wait, I have to look up a diorama picture now. How do you say it? Diorama or Rayama? Anyways, I'm no so clue. sorry. I keep talking about Amelia. Um, anyways, so I learned a little about her and then I figured out that she went missing, basically, and no one knew or knows basically where she went. And everyone assumes like maybe she got stuck in the Bermuda Triangle or like maybe she crashed and died on impact, whatever. So here's the story of Amelia Earhart. First of all, she was the first woman to cross the Atlantic. I think she was first as a passenger, but then she did it by herself. And she was like an amazing pilot, like knew her stuff when she was crossing the Atlantic. Her plane caught on fire um, and like a couple of things went wrong with her plane, but she still made it because she was like just a good problem solver and navigator. So she was trying to be the first, I think, either person or woman to make it all the way around the world. I think maybe woman, but I'm not sure. Um, to fly all the way around the world in 1937. So she and her, I think is like her navigator, um, Fred, I'm sorry, I don't know his last name, like Noonan or something. So May 21st, 1937, they leave together, Amelia and Fred, um, and they have like 20 stops, I believe. So they have, um, I think it's called the Electra, their plane. And it the has a plane is called the Electra? Yeah, okay. I, think it's, I think it's a type of plane. Um, so it's like a two-person whatever. Anyways, I don't remember at which point. I think they were about halfway done. Anyways, they were going to start in California and end in California. I think they were about halfway done. I don't know all of the little details. Um, but they were leaving New Guinea to go to Howland Island. And I guess there were super high winds. So um, she had, like, she was communicating with somebody in, I think on Howland Island, there was like a little place that she was going to land, obviously, in like a, what's it called, tower, uh, where she would like transmit messages. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so he was like kind of talking to her and she was like, okay, yeah, there's like super high winds. And then um, she came in and they saw that she was super low and then she was like super high. And they were like, okay, what's going on? Because she's like a really good pilot. So they were like, you're too high. The high winds, like maybe she was trying to save gas. Like they don't really know what was going on. And then um, she would come in and communicate with them every hour, I believe. So, like, the first hour they saw that she was, like, too high. And then she came in and she was like, oh, we're um, something on fuel. And then basically— Like um, low on fuel or something? Yeah, I don't remember. Something about fuel. And then they could even sense—not sense, but, like, what's the word for— I don't know all these stupid plane phrases or whatever. But they had something that could sense if the plane was close to their tower. Mm -hmm. And it even went off, like, that she was close. And then she said to them, like, one of the last messages she said was, uh, we must be right on top of you, but we can't see you. So, like, they were assuming, oh, there's just, like, a lot of fog. Maybe they're, like, circling around. But anyways, uh, like, a week later, like, just they just never heard from her again. And so they were like, okay, they sent off people to go search in the waters of where she might have been. They were trying to calculate maybe she— you know, because she was going against the high winds and she was too high, she ran out of fuel and they crashed. And so that's what people assume happened. They just crashed and they both died on impact, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that have come to people's attention in the last, in recent years, again, that people have tried to debunk. But here are a couple theories. So the first one is that 
there was a little island nearby. So like a couple hundred miles nearby. Um, And two to three years later, a British officer found an abandoned campground on this island with a box that had a sexton tool in it, which is a tool that you use to determine latitude and longitude and other skeletal remains. A doctor examined the bones and basically came to the conclusion like it couldn't have been either of them. It was a stocky, short male from European descent. And um, Fred was like tall and obviously Amelia was a woman. So they were like, okay, yeah, it's not them. And then he threw the bones away. Cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, And another expert actually looked at his notes. So obviously he couldn't look at the bones. But after examining his notes later, he said it could have been a taller woman, like a taller than average woman, not a man, um, of European descent, which would be Amelia, and also found the sole of a shoe that was from a U.S. shoe company on the island as well that Amelia Earhart, I guess, had been like seen wearing that company. And I think that one got debunked like it wasn't the, it was like too big of a size. It was like a size nine and she wasn't a size nine or something like that. Okay. But just all these little things on this little island that they thought, okay, maybe. Also, people have said that they, like the week after her disappearance, people all over the world claim to have heard them on their ham radios. Like, hey, this is Amelia Earhart. I need help. That she was like trying to send signals with her um, plane radio. And that, like, her plane was uh, underwater and, like, she she tried to get it, but whatever. Anyways, okay. Or this is another conspiracy theory. Or, yeah, another theory is that she was an American spy. Okay, so for the Americans. And this was during the World War uh, World War II, I believe. And um, she was basically told to land on the Marshall Islands which were 800 miles away, and they were under Japanese control at the time. So basically, either what people think happened is the government told her to, like, make an emergency stop, like, pretend like she needed to stop there so that they could go look for her and then go into Japanese territory, basically. Hmm. Something or, like, get—I forget the word, but basically get permission to go onto the island to go look for Amelia. And— that she got there and like maybe she crashed near there, but then the Japanese officials or soldiers captured them and held them until after the war ended, where then they sent them back to America and they lived with like pseudonames for the rest of their life because they were American spies. That one's a little far-fetched. But, so on the Marshall Islands, a couple of the locals at that time were rumored to have seen the plane crash near their island. Like, multiple people were like, no, we saw a plane crash. Like, just locals in the village. And there's a picture. You guys have to look at this picture. It's basically all—it's like a dock at the edge of the Marshall Islands. So you see a dock, and then you see the ocean. And there's um, some big boats, like, whatever, liners out there. And there's a um, couple—I don't know what Marshall Island people are called, but— Islanders. <laughs> so, yeah, just like Marshillians or whatever it is. Um, they're standing there on the dock, and then there's a woman, and she's sitting with her back to the camera, sitting at the edge of the dock, like looking to the side, and she has like short, dark hair, but it's black and white. And then there's a man, a white male up in the corner as well, and he's kind of turned, and it looks like Fred. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, wait, holy crap. And the boat is towing this um, big piece of metal. So they're thinking this picture was taken like at the time that the plane crashed and they like captured them. 
Oh my god. Either gosh. they captured them or they just were like on the island, like, okay, they got saved by somebody. Um, are you looking up the picture? Yes, I'm looking up the picture. Someone just found it in the US archives. What the heck? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying that girl right there is her. But unfortunately, they debunked that too because awesome. the picture was actually taken a couple years before she even like flew anywhere. Like there's a book that it was published in or something like that. Anyways, so people believe either like she just actually got lost, didn't know where she was and like crashed. But then they were saying like she had to have maybe there was another island that she um, emergency landed at and like they were just stuck on the island for a couple years and then died or that the Japanese captured them and executed them. There's a lot of other theories, but <sighs> who's going to ever know? That's the I worst know. part. I know. Rest in peace, Amelia, wherever you are. Rest in peace. Okay, tell us about the mermaids. Okay. Last and final one. I know you guys have been waiting for the mermaid one. Basically, people have said for a long time that mermaids are real. And here's a fun fact for you guys. Did you know that less than 5% of the ocean has actually been explored? That is crazy to me. And that that we know more about space than we do about the ocean. So there's all of this ocean like so deep and so dark and whatever that we have no clue what's going on down there. Like there's new species being discovered every single day and big species too, like big whales and stuff. So the weird part is, is that people are saying that we came from aquatic apes so basically saying that if you believe in evolution, that we came from apes and all of these apes couldn't find food on land. So they went into the ocean and they basically evolved into being mermaids. So they like, over time, they lost all their fur and they were able to like hunt and hold their breath underwater and whatnot. Anyways, that one's weird to me. And honestly, I watched this little video on and it was scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> but also they're saying we believe that because humans— are a little bit aquatic, more so than any other land mammal. So, for example, you know, when you're like in the water for too long and your fingertips get all raisiny, it's literally because you can grip things better in the water. So they're saying like, why would we need that if, you know, where did that evolve from? Because we're not in the water all the time. The other thing is that we're the only land animal that has very flexible spines that can kind of undulate. Mm-hmm. And that's literally for swimming, basically. Like, dolphins, you know, Mm -hmm. that's how you swim. And if you look at our fingers and our toes, uh, there's a little bit of webbing, Mm -hmm. like in between, not a lot, but they're saying basically, what if we used to have webbed hands, but they just like over time, you know, went down. And then the other thing is that babies, newborns, they're saying, you know how all animals, like a baby giraffe, the second the giraffe has the baby, it can basically do stuff. Like it can walk around. Baby newborns are just like humans. Do nothing. They literally just like eat, sleep, and poop. So they're saying, but if you've ever seen, newborns can swim. Like they can um, keep themselves from drowning, but they can't like walk around. So they're saying, hmm, that's interesting. Mm. Like maybe we were more aquatic than we think. And then the reason that people think that mermaids are real, maybe we didn't come from them, but maybe they're just like aliens. Like they're from a, a completely different species is because, first of all, number one, because of the ocean, it's not explored. We actually have no clue what's down there. Second of all, because so many cultures have talked about them in the past. Like, there are actual hieroglyphics of a drawing of a mermaid from different cultures, like the Greeks, the ancient um, Chinese, Vikings, like the 19th century, I think, uh, pirates too. They all have talked about this species 
and they all draw them the same. It's like, but they've never talked to each other. You know, like the Vikings and the other ancient people, they never had a, they never knew about each other. So how could they think of the same? Like, I'm not, yeah. You know, how and they've they all said they've the like, thing? yeah. And they've all kind of spoken about the same. Oh, we've seen them like swimming with like dolphins and swimming with whatever, like someone who had um, scales and whatever. And the final thing that was my favorite part, and this is truly why I think mermaids are real, is because they're saying, what other animal besides dolphins and like dogs come up and play with humans, just trust humans so freely? Like they'll come up and like bring people their keys and like play, literally play with you and let you like ride along with them. And they're saying, what if it's because we remind them of their mermaid friends? What if there's mermaids down there and they know mermaids and they're like the mermaids' dogs, basically? Yeah, and they see us and they're like, oh, it's like mermaid. Like, that looks like kind of like a mermaid. Yeah. And that's why they're like so happy with us. Wow. Because what other animal does that? Like comes up and just trusts us besides literally dogs and, you know, other land animals. But that's crazy. Yeah. All right. So we never know. I'm a mermaid now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you wanted to be a mermaid, you never know. Yeah, you're right. It's like, why has that been such a, you yeah. know, talked about thing for so long? Yeah. And if, it's like drawings of them and they mm-hmm. all look the same. Wow. Yeah. I always loved The Little Mermaid. I know. Growing up, literally wanted to be one. I know. Loved Ariel. But think about how actually scary the ocean is. Like, I would not want to live in the ocean. I'm so sorry. No, the ocean is terrifying. And how deep it is. It's just like, the, when you I'm stop thinking, thinking about it and I'm getting ill. Yeah. When you start thinking about how much is undiscovered, it's shocking. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, okay. that's… That's the end of all of our conspiracies. Sorry to really throw you for a loop. And I'm, I hope you're questioning everything from now on. Because, like we are. Yeah. It's good, you know? Keep you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you want to follow our Instagram, it's at what we said podcast. Make sure you're following along because that's the hub. That's where you can get all the info about live shows, about merch, about our upcoming episodes, asking guests what you guys want to know about them, et cetera, et cetera. We're so excited for our live show. It's coming up so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have an amazing Tuesday, a great week. Keep the positive vibes going. If you're going through something, you got this. Yeah, you guys. You can do it. We're right here with you. Mermaids are real and you can do it. And that's That's what what we said. said. Goodbye. Goodbye.